from Rochester, New York, home of the garbage plate and nothing else. This is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. It is starring Billy Ditori, Tanya Metris, and Chris Frank in stunning Technicolor. Now your host, Chris Frank. Oh my God. That is the sexiest voice ever. That man must be, he's, he's, he's supposed to be a professional. That dude's nutcase. That dude's pro. <laughs> he's pro. Damn it. I love that one. <laughs> President Trump wants him out of the country. No, he loves him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it a Tuesday? Uh, they're best friends. If you, dear listener, want to record one of those for us, let us know, and we would be happy to collect those because I think this is just the coolest idea ever is to have that, that for a the, small the new entry. fee. For a small fee, a donation to the company, you too can be the opening to a podcast. So that's cool. YouTube, Hi, guys. You two is going to open the podcast? Yeah, yeah. we got Bono oh, and everything. That'd be awesome. That would be amazing. With or without him. He, oh! <laughs> he, he, he lives in mysterious ways. <laughs> you know, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Uh, have some pride, I think you? we're raised by wolves. <laughs> huh? That's a new one. It's, she, she just went new. She I went, went new YouTube music wow. on that, that one. That's the, that's the one that was- You have to climb Jacob's ladder to get to that sucker, but- That was the one that was dropped- to all Apple customers. Yeah. Still taking up space on my phone. Yeah, me too. The huh. innocence, the whatever. Uh-huh. Something like that. Uh, raised by wolves. He's still at it, though. Yep. With the edge and Eric Clayton. Mm-hmm. Adam Clayton. Adam Clayton. And the guy whose name I'm forgetting, I'm the blanking. Drummer. Oh, uh, Larry Mullins Jr. Larry Mullins Jr. Thank you for reminding me of his. The drummer. Yeah, once you said that. Yeah. Got the it. Volcano, Cedarwood Road, Sleep uh-huh. Like a Baby Tonight. And I can't get him off my freaking phone. Hi, Tanya. Hi. Hi, Ann. Yo. Hi, Billy. Hi. So she's going to go ahead and uh, perseverate over you two at the moment. We're going <laughs> to let her do that. How's everybody doing this week? Good. We're good. Yeah. Finally got around to seeing a couple movies. Nice. Which ones? Saw Godzilla. King yeah. Monsters. Very uh, cool. Uh, no interest in that one. It's. I got total interest in that one. I like that one, except I, I wanted more monsters fighting and less people talking. Yeah, they tried to make it more of a drama with monsters. I mean, it, the people in it are fine. It's uh-huh. a good cast. Kyle Chandler, Bradley Whitford's in it. Right. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Uh-huh. Fine, but their only excuse, their only reason for being there is to explain why there are monsters and why they're fighting. Yes. They could have done that quicker and just got right to the monsters fighting. Uh, the best <laughs> review I, I heard was it was big, it was dumb, and it was gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> King Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, is uh-huh. my favorite of the monsters. Well, he's he been was, the nemesis of, of Godzilla all along, hasn't since they first since introduced the, the character in the 60s. Yeah. 60s. yeah, he's been like the... Godzilla killer. So I was very happy to see King mm-hmm. Ghidorah uh-huh. and could have used even more of him. Uh-huh. That, and this isn't just something that I just don't understand is can, the, the Godzilla movies. We can watch the Godzilla movies and play the Godzilla game. Which is? Every time Godzilla goes, ah, you take a shot. Nice. <laughs> Billy's you not participating be, no, in that. I don't drink. He, Billy doesn't drink. I don't yes. drink, so. but I'll watch Godzilla movies. <laughs> That's good. We'll do that. You, know, you could just say, okay, and that's one for you, and that's one for you. You can line yeah. up the shots and start I pouring. I, I love the campy ones from the 60s. Right. The uh, new ones are good, but I like the campy. Factor. I, just I love not the my cup of tea. Big rubber monsters and yeah. little mm-hmm. Japanese. <laughs> I think it was interesting in how the trailers all had like Gershwin and opera and all this this poetic, rising, crescendoing orchestral mm-hmm. music. So people are like, this is going to be an epic. No, it's a dumb monster movie, but you're just being told it's yeah. epic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Rock, Rocket Man, the Elton John biopic is spectacular. It was I'm, it. I'm hoping I to see that. I loved it. Who's, who's the, it's 
Taron Edgerton. Edgerton from The Kingsman. You're right. Right, and right. Robin Hood. And Robin Hood, which and I haven't well, seen that version of Robin Hood yet. Actually, that was good. Was it good? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Fox is in that one, isn't he? Yes. yes. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. that I one I did yet. see that one. And it's, I loved it. Now that we're into, you know, basically summer mm-hmm. vacation, you know, at this point, you know, with my daughter's out of school, Ian's just about out of school at this point, I'm getting ready to like have less to do during the day, mm-hmm. I'm not washing school clothes and things like that. So I'm going to start hunkering in. You and have your catch, nine to five job. I have my nine to five job, yes, that okay. I can, you know, I... But that's not, it's not midnight to midnight job. Oh. Right? <laughs> not so like I can when you come down, home at five o'clock and I can do... sit down eventually and start watching things that I've been meaning to catch up on this summer. I have a list of things I can give you. Oh, thank you. That's lists. wonderful. Lists. Yeah. Okay. You know me and my list. Yes, I do. I like lists. Me too. Then I can cross things When's off. When's your birthday? July 7th. All right. What, what astrological sign is that? Cancer. Cancer. Okay. So you're not supposed to be as into lists as I am as a Virgo. I'm just saying. Seven seven. I remember that. They're holy numbers. Seven seven. Seven seven seventy seven. Nope. Sorry. Seventy eight. I'm not gonna get myself old. Seven seven seventy eight. <laughs> but there are three sevens. That's there climbing. That's climbing close too. We're we're coming up on that in the next couple of weeks. I'm just glad you weren't born on June 6, nineteen sixty six. I have a friend sixes, who was born so there. That, that, that would work out because it's be six 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 six. Or extra evil. Extra. Oh well, you know that's well, Anne. the, the, the evil, extra six the, is the for actual six. The, the actual number is nine nine nine, but oh. people have just flipped it over to become six six six. Oh, the, the, the theologian double. has arrived. Oh. That, so everyone's made six 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 evil, but truly it's nine nine nine. Yeah, because yeah. you're supposed to see it upside down. Yes. Anyway. Okay. But you know, <laughs> pe- people who are, are aficionados of the Bible don't actually necessarily have read it. But that's my political statement of the day. Moving on. Today we're going to talk about some fun stuff. We're going to talk about, we're going to be sharing our top 10 funniest movies. Yes, we're um, kind of picking up on the podcast we did a couple of weeks ago when mm-hmm. you were prepping for Juliana's ball, okay. making sure that you're keeping boys away with the baseball bat. I didn't actually have to. No? They were all very respectful. All, well, I, had to do was, all I had to do was to stand at the front door in my well, Grim Reaper outfit. you're six foot five, <laughs> so therefore they're yeah. a little scared. This poor kid. The, uh, the poor kid who was actually her date, when we were getting the, the pictures I taken at Highland Park, and he's like his not, arm around her is not even touching her and i'm standing behind the photographer going tom put your arm around her and he's looking at me just shaking his head like no no, no, no not no, a chance no, no god <laughs> the poor kid was just scared out of his mind but he's never getting married. so we're following up when we were talking about legally blonde showing mm-hmm. up on bravo's um 2007 list of um the top 100 funniest movies okay and it landed at number 29 then and so right. we kind of said oh we should do our top favorite funniest movies and hence Billy's comment going number 29 is not on his list. Okay. And which made you say Patton? <laughs> and well, then I, was... I had to explain the other day that no, it was Legally Blonde that was number 29. Gotcha. Whereas Patton is on my list of funniest movies. There so, you go. So we're just, we're actually following up more recently for one that we did a couple of weeks ago. So I think we're going to be doing that a little more often as kind of following Bouncing up off on each other. Because well, I like lists like this. Lists are going to be fun. <laughs> this will be good. Um, so what, let's just go round robin then, like we did with the, the list that you guys were talking about the last time. Um, so number 10, Billy. Oh, we're not I taking a break t- for good. I like this. We're just going to go let's right Let's just run the- right into it. Do we need a break? Nah. I don't think we, we need a break. We could break like halfway through and I'll tell have you us what, regather. If, if you're, when you're listening to the podcast right now, if press you need pause, to take a break. Press pause. <laughs> go do something else go for 30 potty, seconds. <laughs> grab a cup of tea. You know, or a beer, whichever. Find, find your own background music. Find your own background. Maybe background a stand-up music. comedian. Yeah, <laughs> and and then you know, come back. 
It's giving Anne a chance to do her list right now. Press play, <laughs> and you can hear us go to break anyway. Go, yeah. <laughs> go, go ahead, Billy. <laughs> oh, welcome back, everybody, from our break. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to say number 10 on my list is The Naked Gun. From Naked the files Gun. of the police squad, Leslie Nielsen, yep. the great actor by the name of O.J. Simpson. Yes, classic, um, Shakespearean trained. But uh, if anybody, Tragic figure. there was a one season TV show that no one remembers uh-huh. called Police Squad. Yes. Leslie Nielsen, same character, six episodes, quickly canceled, no ratings. Somehow spun off into a very, very uh, popular series of movies, the Naked Gun movies. And the first one to me is they're all hilarious, but the first one is my favorite of the group leading to a, uh, <laughs> a a baseball game where Reggie Jackson is hypnotized and the queen is eating a hot dog. Yep. So yep. I'm going Naked Gun first. Nice beaver. Thanks. I just had it stuffed. <laughs> Those ones are always funny. Yep. Yeah, it, well, that one wasn't on my my list, but but it is funny. I don't necessarily have them labeled from ten to one, one to ten. All right. That well, what's your what's the first one you want to talk about? Um, to kind of jump off of um the Naked Gun series, mm-hmm. let, let's jump over to Police Academy. Okay. That the classic. The classic. The just the. I think the, the first Steve one was Gutenberg obviously the best. And the second one was kind of stretching it, and then three, four, five, and six has there and been eleven and oh, I don't just, know how you know, many there are. There's a did, lot of them. It's just. But Michael Winslow, Steve Gutenberg, come on! How can you go wrong? It, it's just the incompetent misfits enter the academy, and they're they're just trying to survive mm-hmm. in there. And there the, was gunplay, sir, and he missed it. So, yeah. Tackleberry. <laughs> and we were talking about um, the uh, one. Uh, actress in there we could just couldn't remember in police academy in police academy an actress i don't remember uh, an actress was Little it streep was it the blonde no it was um let's see one of uh, it was one of the ones that was like um, just not as confident in the the little. Oh, the, was it the black lady? Yes, the little. Her name is. I'm trying to look to see who it is. Marion Ramsey is her name. Oh, there Played it is. Laverne Hooks. Laverne Hooks. Because remember, we were trying to remember um, uh, Cadet Hooks's name a couple weeks ago. We were talking about it. And I we must just... not have been listening at the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> happens to the best of us. It was probably trying to listen to me, but it's just her like sitting there shaking and. And then she, but then she busts out towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. She tells somebody off. Well, because isn't she like trying to um, drive and she couldn't? Was I can't she remember. the one it's that been was a long like time trying since to? I've seen the movie. I just remember telling somebody off and being like, car, "Yeah, and now you're like getting that. there." All right, so we have uh, Naked Gun. We have Police Academy. So we have a very cop themed. Uh, Round 10 so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, round one we'll go with. Uh, and do you have a, a selection you'd like to throw in here? Mm, something about Mary. Something about Mary. <laughs> That's a good one. Ben Stiller, Cameron Diaz. This, some of the scenes are just... They're wrong. Yeah, they're wrong, so but I kind of have a dark sense of humor. So. Well, yes, that works out. You would be the good with the dystopian that's in her nightmare. Hair? The, it's the, the moose. moose. It's in his hair. In her hair. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the scene I hope people don't usually refer to, and that's the one they zero in on first, typically. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, I mean, the cringe. dog, the sunburn lady, the... <laughs> we got the a bleeder. The zipper. The zipper. The zipper. <laughs> How'd you get your bean above the... Berries. Beans above the Frank. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Brett Favre. Well, can I tell you how awkward it is to watch that movie with your parents? 
Yes, tell us. Tell us. Go ahead. It was very (laughs) awkward at that time to watch that movie with your parents. Nice. It was the 90s. Yes. Well, my number 10 is Major League. Mm, Baseball movie. Baseball movie. Very good movie. Absolutely. Uh, Tom Berenger, Charlie Sheen, uh, David Paymer is in that one. No, not David Mm -hmm. Paymer. David Palmer. I can't. No, wait a minute. What's this? It's Paymer. Paymer. Okay, I did get it right. Um... Uh, in fact, Frontier Field, the Red Wings are doing a major league night nice. with uh, Corbin Burnson has come into town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rene Russo. Rene Russo, absolutely. Wesley Snipes. The ever stunning Rene Russo. Willie that woman Mason. has never aged. Did you see her in Infinity or uh, in Endgame? Because she plays Thor's mother. She's oh, Friga. That's right. She's Friga. And you're like, I'm looking at the woman like, this woman has not aged ever. It's amazing. She's like Paul Rudd, the female Paul Rudd. It's amazing, <laughs> you know. But uh, but one of my favorite one of my favorite funny movies, definitely. Uh, you know, Wild Thing. You never look at that song the same way ever. Yeah, it's um, a great song. You know the the whole the arc between Wesley Snipes and and uh, David Pamer's mm-hmm. character. You know, because Jobu and uh, yeah. you know. Uh, so you have just it's just so much going on, and it, it really is your your typical bad news bears. You know, your your group of misfits done well. So I, I love that movie. Anyway, carrying on. Number nine. So go on on there, Billy Billy. Oh, me. Uh, yeah, you. I'm going to, it, it's sort of a double feature because one is sort of a loose remake of the other. Okay. Uh, What's Up Doc mm-hmm. from the early 70s with Barbara Streisand and Ryan O'Neill is okay. a remake of the hilarious Bringing Up Baby. Okay. With Cary Grant and Katherine Hepburn. Nice. So oh, you went ultra classic. That's awesome. And there's a couple ultra classics on my list today, so I chose that first. I was uh, depending on you for that, to be honest. There was I was looking at the the list of mm-hmm. you know like the top hundred funny yeah. movies of all time, and I'm like, I want to pick more, but I know I can count on Billy for some of these. It, it's <laughs> a just a hilarious screwball comedy. Katherine mm-hmm. uh, Hepburn as a daffy sort of wacky lady trying to hook the man of her dreams played by Cary Grant mm-hmm. and in between uh an escaped lion a uh it, 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 it's just a comedy of errors and it's the one of the, my favorite yeah. funny movies ever I agree it's, it's and a good what's one. up doc is a remake of it in a way so <laughs> with Barbara Streisand Barbara Streisand and Ryan O'Neal which so, if you follow South Park I just swore really really badly Oh really? That's that's whenever they're start, when they're talking about their prolific profanity and they're talking okay. about all the really good like the the seven deadly sins that mm-hmm. George Carlin covers in his routine. The the last one they always talk about is Barbara Streisand because the boys who write South Park are apparently not fans. So oh. <laughs> moving on. Well, I'm a fan of that movie, <laughs> there so you watch go. either of them, but especially Bringing Up Baby. Yep. I to me it's it's actually a precursor to TV shows like Moonlighting. Okay. And that's term- you know what that's a good point. That's a very valid point. In terms of the banter back and forth between the main characters. Very funny stuff. Absolutely. Tanya? Um, Galaxy Quest. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely. That that would definitely be on my uh, list. Never give up. Never surrender. Yes. So... That is a great, and and it was funny because I remember hearing George Takei say that it's one of the best Star Trek movies ever made is Galaxy Quest, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it worked. It works as a science fiction. It really yes. does. It does. How about you, Anne? Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. Yes. What's on yours? All right. The what? You was on your list too, I think. No, it wasn't. Oh, good. Guardians. Yeah. So we've, in the first round, we had a couple of police <coughs> movies. Now we have got a couple of uh, of sci-fi Sp- comic book movies. Very nice. Very the music nice. references. Really I was, throw into the. I was talking about that this morning. Was yeah. The, just the music of shows mm-hmm. and movies. 
Well, for me, number nine is Caddyshack. <sighs> a classic. Because, you know, whenever you hear Kenny Loggins, you cannot throw your elbows in as tight as you possibly can. Just start wiggling like a gopher. You know, that's what you got to do because I'm all right. No, well, okay, fine. And you know, Chris, within walking distance of our house in about a month, Mm -hmm. Chevy Chase is going to be at the Kodak Theater. For Caddyshack. That's true. That's a thing that's happening. Ann and I were talking about that yesterday. What? We were talking about that yesterday. Oh, he was going to be there? Yeah. I hear he's a very grouchy man. He is. He is a curmudgeon to beat the band. It's like he's I don't only know. Only grouchy because he's he just puts that persona on. Uh huh. But I hear he's like when you actually sit down and like talk to him, he's uh-huh. a really nice guy. But he puts that whole grumpy thing on so people don't approach him. Oh, I see. Okay. But if but if he wants you near him, then then he'll he'll yeah he'll shoot the shit with you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Look at his beard and how recognizable he is. I mean, he's only, you know, he's twice the man he used to be. But he will, if you, if you ever watched on Facebook, he will, um, like, photobomb people left and right at airports and stuff. Like, That's... he'll act like he's all grumpy or whatever, uh-huh. and then people will try to take a picture, and he'll jump in. Okay. <laughs> so He's been around for 45 years. Plus, yeah. In the public conscious. Right. I mean, before that with the National Lampoon folks, mm-hmm. but since 74 was Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Isn't Tom Hanks like that also? Like, yes. he will jump in and... Tom, but it's, see, the world loves Tom Hanks. Yeah. That's the difference. Is Tom Hanks is the anti-Chevy Chase. <laughs> he really <laughs> is. Tom is just that genial kind of guy. He just shows up in the weirdest places. Like Hi. There's, there's a great picture. There's a great picture where he photobombed a guy who was at a bar with his friends for his birthday, and the guy was completely drunk to the point where he was passed out and was like had his head down on the table. And then there's so the they're take, the friends are taking pictures of this guy mm-hmm. passed out with his head down on the table. But there's Tom Hanks sitting next to the guy with his armor on him with the big surprise look, like hey, what's going on here? You know the kind of mm-hmm. there you get. Tom Hanks to photobomb you when you're drunk? That come on. Yeah. That's those you can't pass up Juju like that. That's good stuff. All right. <laughs> Billy, moving on. What's your number eight? No, oh, back to me. What again. Was back yours? To you. Yeah, what was your and Caddy, said, or you said Caddy Shack. Oh, Caddy Shack. I said Caddy Shack. Said that's what we got the whole talk about. Come on. And you're yelling at Billy I'm about sorry. not paying attention. I'm tired. He's tired. I'm Italian. What's the difference? You're a tired Italian? I'm Italian. So? Well, I just added one to my list. Since okay. we're talking about Tom Hanks, yeah. it reminded me of Splash. Nice. Oh, With Daryl Hannah, very good. Splash is great. It is a great movie. Mermaid. <laughs> out, uh, literally a fish out of water. There you go. The remake was awful. But the original was good. Was there a remake of that? Yes. What like, was it? Splash. Splash. Oh Seriously? Oh, my God, no. There Hold was on. a remake, but it was like, the guy was the the mermaid. Oh, what was a that? A bigger one? Splash. Yeah. Oh, Are we kidding me awful. on this? No. No, Tilda, or Splash, there was Splash 2. Mm-hmm. Who was in that? Um, it was a TV movie. Okay. I'd never heard of any of this. Um, it was Todd Waring, Amy Yazbek, Donovan Scott. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, was that, like... Amy Yazbek. Wow. There's a name I haven't heard in a while. She disappeared. Turns out there's a whole Splashiverse. Yes, hey, there really Splashiverse. I was mermaid obsessed. You wow. Know. Were you? All How right. So, writing? Billy, Billy. Splash. Drop me a number eight. Done. And is, is that going to be Splash? Oh, is your number eight? Or are you looking yeah. at okay. Zach- Zachary Quinto? No, no, no. Where... Which one are These you two are still everyone? trying to figure out the splash of her. So no, here. I have Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad up here. Oh, yeah, okay. and he's riding a bullet, but it didn't look like that kind of bullet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole ring. Yeah, it's called a rabbit, not a bullet. Anyway, <laughs> um, so Tanya, would it be now be a bad time to say, "Hey, what's your number eight? <laughs> As she buries her head into the desk. <laughs> Let's go, Austin Powers. Austin, Shagadelic baby. <laughs> Since we're on that, topic. there you go. <laughs> Nice. They're they're just stupid and funny. Uh huh. Yeah. And See now that brings up a point. Is is 
for me, I try to go with funny. I know there's a couple of movies in here that have a little bit of the stupid funny in it, but like the Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler movies, I don't, I can't, I don't I like can't them. Do them. Yeah, I, don't I don't watch either. them. You know, when it's um, like the Jackass crew when they were making them, this it's stupidity, and and I don't think stupid is is funny on a perpetual basis. Like one, give me a YouTube video of it, and I look like okay, that was funny. That's a impractical jokers for like half an hour is funny when mm-hmm. you watch it, but ninety minutes in a theater, it's just too can much. Be tough. It's too much. I the don't. only movies I've seen of Adam Sandler that I really like are like Happy Gilmore, mm-hmm. um, The Wedding Singer. Fifty First Dates, and then um, Bedtime Stories. I liked Eight Crazy Nights, maybe because it was a cartoon. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Fifty First Dates was all right. Uh, The Wedding Singer was all right. You know, I I laughed. They were, you know, I was also glad when they were done, and I moved on. But especially like The Wedding Singer is more just a romantic comedy without him putting on the goofy voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just okay, and he's got the same voice for every character. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know. He's, he's not exactly like I did, theater I didn't like, but what that's is okay. it? Water Actually, Boy he's a, and yeah. Click. And... He's a good dramatic actor when he does it, though. Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love. It was a great movie. Rain Over Me. Mm-hmm. Actually, he was good in Pixels. I didn't see Pixels. That one actually wasn't too bad. Okay. There was a Seth Rogen movie called Funny People that was a comedy drama. Mm-hmm. Very good. So. Yeah, see, Seth Rogen's another guy I, I yeah. don't watch all that much. Yeah. I was actually so insulted by Knocked Up that I, I turned the movie off after 20 minutes. Huh. Mm. There was just some, that movie just made me angry with the way that I think it was what it was was the way that the Paul Rudd and who was Leslie Mann was playing his wife in that movie yes the way she was treating him it was hitting a little too close to home at the time oh okay so I just shut the movie off I was like no fuck that I'm not watching that shit so moving on there's one yeah there's one (laughs) we don't have a speaker button anymore we're on transistor ha there we go moving on Um, so who's next Anne 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 what's your number eight there dearest Bridesmaids Bridesmaids with Kristen Wiig yes Yes. our local local uh, girl done right Nicely done. Parts of that movie mm-hmm. are just wrong. Parts well, of it think, are so wrong. And, but. but I think that's part of the fun of it is that you've got the female comedians who, are, who have been right. coming up, you know, Melissa stronger McCarthy and stronger and every like year. That. And to have them, it was basically Bridesmaids as the female hangover, mm-hmm. right? And, and better. But better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the hangover is not on my list either. So it's, it's, it's just one of those things. But I, I like to see because it it's... It's them saying, no, women can behave badly too. Have fun with it. And, and, oh, and being unabashedly just... And it's like the cattiness and things like yeah. that between people that are <laughs> insecure in their positions of either friendship or their job or they're miserable and things like that. And her life. That, that, yeah, that she doesn't realize what good that she has. There were some parts of that that were really cringy, though, like the wedding dress trying on. Oh, I know. Like, I just and, couldn't and, watch it. Like, I was like, oh, going to but... poop in the sink? I'm sorry. That, oh, that's... Who wasn't laughing already and, at that? And, but, but I don't know. The, in the dress in go... the street to me was funny. She's oh. like, oh, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> but going to tacos beforehand, that that it is like that, that stereotyping whatsoever that your stomach's going to kill you. So yeah. it, lesson learned. Do not go eating tacos or anything uh, super spicy before you go Shopping whatsoever. Yeah. Because it's going to be bad. Yes, it's going to be bad. <laughs> and when there's that many women involved, there's always a lie in the bathroom. <laughs> All right. My number eight, The Dude Abides. Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. Yeah. I've never seen it. It's, it's cult. 
It really is cult. I got to be honest. The, the, I, I went back and read it. I, I read it. I, I watched it again recently, especially because um, parts of Vernon Thor or parts par- of Vernon Endgame. Well, the references, <laughs> but also with the recent Stellar Artois commercial bringing to light mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges' character and you know Sarah Jessica Parker's character from Sex in the City. I'm like, you know what? Let me just watch that again. And I didn't find it as funny. The, the, the recent time I watched it as I did the first time I did. I think that's true of almost any comedy you watch. Because you're, you're surprised by it more the first time. So, uh, uh, but now you're ready for it the second time. So it, you're, you're more ready for it. And you're like, oh, and I can think about that a little bit more. But it's still a good movie mm-hmm. for being this surreal look at just something that didn't quite fit. The entire, the entire story was just like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is going on here? But there's so many different characters and so many different things going on, and it's just it's just a wild, wild ride, and a, and a, and it's still one of my favorite funny movies. So I'm gonna go with Lebowski for my number eight. Okay, all right. Is it my turn again? It's yes. your turn again. Okay, I'm gonna go back to one of my really old ones, Singing in the Rain. Nice. I brought it up on this podcast in the past. Uh-huh. So I'll throw it on this list. The classic. Yep. Gene uh, Kelly, Donald O'Connor, Debbie Reynolds, mm-hmm. and. Obviously, everyone knows it as a, as a musical, right? Because there's a ton of songs in it, mm-hmm. but it's also incredibly funny. Oh yeah, as the the story of uh, people making movies mm-hmm. as they transition from silent films to sound movies, yep. and how do you make that transition? And turns out one of the biggest stars of the silent era, a beautiful lady, yep. Has the worst voice in the world. Yes, and they have to try and dub her vote like like a horrible and, Jersey yeah, accent. Yeah, I can't stand it. Yeah, so it's it's uh, that movie makes me laugh. And, and I, Donald O'Connor's really, make them laugh routine. And when Debbie Reynolds and Donald O'Connor get together for a good morning, the good morning, good morning song. Yeah. That's just just wonderful pieces. Yeah. I love them. There's great musical numbers, but mm-hmm. just big laughs when uh, yeah, what's her uh, Lamont. Uh, the, the the female character is her talking mm-hmm. is some of the funniest stuff. Oh yeah, here. I mean it's played for laughs too. Yes, absolutely. So, but yeah, that, 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 is, that is a great. That is one of the best classic movies. Lena ever. Lamont. Lena Lamont. That's yeah. the one. How about you, uh, there, Miss? Oh, I'm gonna jump off my list because I'm going I'm <gasps> perusing here and I found one no that I order that, no. that I that I missed when Billy, I execute order sixty six. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, sorry. You're Tommy wrong. Boy. No. That, not, Tommy you know, want wingy anyway. It, it had funny parts. Yeah, to it. no, I mean I get it. You know, it, I'm sorry to say. I mean Chris Farley was a huge talent, and you know, mm-hmm. in more ways than one. Um, but also, it just ranked right up there with like the rest of the Will Ferrell movies and Adam Sandler movies. I, I think that would for be me. one that of was the for me, though. only ones that mm-hmm. I would like because uh, Chris Farley and David Spade played off of each other. Oh, they always. Regards, I mean, they they had regard, like two it, or three movies together, right, didn't they? That, that's yeah. just one. It's mm-hmm. like, do I have a mark here? It's like, yeah. like because there's a couple one-liners that you can pick mm-hmm. up. I mean, not Sinner. necessarily looking at the um, housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping. That that type of thing, but mm-hmm. to like plot line and things like that, no. But it just like funny moments mm-hmm. that would be on a list. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I do like that when he the whole chicken wing thing when he just he got turned down. Uh, he was trying to make a sale at that one industrial place, and he got turned down. He started walking away, and he had he had that moment of growth finally, where it's like, no, I get it. And he turns around, and you see the character kind of like step beyond what he just the dumbass oaf mm-hmm. that he'd been for the entire movie, and started becoming the person he was supposed to become. Okay, cool, yeah, but you know you can find that trope in any movie, and 
you know, did it mean more or less because it was Chris Farley? I don't know. I couldn't say. But I, I definitely, I, I loved how he tortured the crap out of Spade. <laughs> <laughs> I really, if I got to take away anything from that movie, it's, it's just how Spade's character was just terrorized the entire time. So. Yeah. All right. So, Tommy Boy. How about you there, Anne? Well, I kind of have two at seven. Okay. Because they're kind of like. Similar. Similar, but different. Coming of age movies. Yeah, it's Sixteen Candles and Mean Girls. Uh huh. You know, uh-huh. part of me was the Sixteen Candles in the eighties. You know, I was young and dumb, like I wasn't even a teenager yet. But then Mean Girls was. I remember. God, I just remember. We always wear pink on Wednesdays. So. <laughs> it's the um. Oh, they weren't the Heather's. What were they called? What did they call themselves in the Mean Girls? Ashleys. The Ashleys. The Ashleys. Yeah. I was just going to ask if Heather's fits into this. Uh... Um, Heather's, Heather's is so is a very dark. Dark comedy. Yeah, I, we did a book club on we Heather's. We did do mm-hmm. a book yeah, club. Yeah, we Heather's. did on that. I don't. I wouldn't call it on. I don't know if I would. It would be on my top ten. So I, I no, don't but know. it was. But it was like I think on this uh, list mm-hmm. or whatever. Heather's was one of the ones okay. that was at the end. So moving on, mm-hmm. my number seven is Stripes. Oh, I saw that. Bill Murray, Harold mm-hmm. Ramis. Yeah. It's just I, I every time I see that movie, I'm just I'm laughing from the word go. You can't leave. The plants will die. You know, stuff like that. These are lines that I still use to this day, just in random conversation. And people just kind of scratch their head. Man, we are in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> I said that the moment we touched down in Rome one time, confused the entire senior class at Aquinas. I was like, wait, what? Come on, roll with me. Mm. Just roll with me. So. What? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I love it when you cross your arms and just kind of look at me like, what? And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm conscious of that so yeah so i'm going with stripes and uh, and now we're up to back to billy okay and since Anne did the thing with sort of grouping a couple in together mm-hmm. just mockumentaries in general there's a christopher like spinal, Ga- tap? spinal tap christopher mm-hmm. guest made waiting for guffman best in show mm-hmm. um uh, uh, uh a mighty the, wind a mighty wind yeah all of them are fantastic and there's a sleeper and the group, mm-hmm. uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Rusty Cundiff made a movie called um, Fear of a Black Hat. I've heard of that one. I don't and think I've seen it, but I've heard Black of Black Hat, H-A-T. Okay. And it's a, a rap version of Spinal Tap. Oh, really? N-W-H. Ends with hats. <laughs> and this movie... I. I laughed till I cry watching this movie. Okay. But all of the Christopher Guest movies, <laughs> Spinal Tap is an absolute classic, mm-hmm. a groundbreaker. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to go just general, the good mockumentaries right okay. there. So. Is it true that he's planning on doing one about the Westminster Dog Show? He did Best in Show. Was oh, that Best in Show? That's Best in Show. Okay. And that, that one is hilarious also. All that, right. that might be the best of the group. Waiting for Guffman is my personal favorite. See, I'm, I'm always going to circle back to Spinal Tap just okay. because of the Stonehenge sequence. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, I, that's one I'm going to, and, and the whole, you know, the, the the bit about how they're going through drummer after drummer after drummer after mm-hmm. drummer and one spontaneous, you know, combusted or something like that. No, and the whole Hello Cleveland yeah. where they can't find their way out of the box of the auditorium. They can't get out of the freaking basement. Yeah. yeah. Rock and roll. Come on. It's just, that's, I love that stuff. I love that stuff. All right, Tanya. What's next? Um, it's a toss-up between Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Wayne's World. Wayne's World. That was it, easy. It, it, Bill and I, I know. I'm all about Bill and Ted, really. <laughs> so I mean, there was like, my first TED talk. It was most excellent. Yeah. I, it, so it's like a toss-up between the two of them. They're both. Uh-huh. They're both. 
in there. They both yeah, have and their... they rank right up there in the same spot. Uh-huh. So. I, I think you know Wayne's World should have just been a stand a standalone. There should not have been a Wayne's World two. Absolutely. You know, although Bill and Ted's act, uh, the second one. Uh huh. Bogus Journey? Yes. I think that one's funnier than it the first is. one. I agree. That, that's one where... And uh, I'm very interested to see what happens when the third one is made in in, in the next year, because they're actually working on the third one. We've talked about that. And I that. think it's going to work. I think it's going to work, because I think Keanu's not going to let it suck. Yeah. You know. I think the TARDIS needs to be involved in that, just saying. The TARDIS? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they used a, a phone box. They used yeah. a phone box. Yeah. So. All right. So who's next? Anne. Anne. Well, my six was already used was Austin Powers. Okay. But I mean, it's not as funny and it's not a movie, but that stupid cat show on Netflix is hilarious. The cat show on Netflix? Yeah. I'm not familiar with it. It's these people who show their cats and they travel all over Canada. I saw that. It's a cats. documentary. Yes. I watched it. I found that to be absolutely hilarious. That I laughed should every be a, episode. <laughs> that should be a Christopher Guest movie. <laughs> the cat show? Oh, I don't know if that's what it's called, but it's on Netflix anyway. Yeah. It's not really a movie, and it shouldn't be in this list. But my list was my mine was already used. So. All right, move well, on. There we go. So moving on to number six. Are you ready, oh, Billy? It's catwalk. Yes. Catwalk. Okay. Tales from the Cat Show. My number six. UHF. Ooh, Weird Al. Weird Al Yankovic. That's goofy. That's fun. Uh huh. I remember it as actually. I remember when the movie came out, and and Dan and I went to go mm-hmm. see it in the theaters, and we. Each, uh, I mean, he's been always a big Weird Al fan. And and I was introduced to the the, the realm of Weird Al Yankovic, mm-hmm. and uh, I just remember laughing my ass off the entire movie. Like, oh my god, I cannot believe that I'm watching this. It's the a, wheel of fish, <laughs> and a, and a funny soundtrack. And I'm going to see Weird Al in July. There so. you go, very cool. So UHF is my number six, and now we're back. That's to, weird. We're, we're all the way back around to the other end of the the table again. And Billy, what's number five? Okay, I'm going to go with one of my. Really old ones again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sons of the Desert, Laurel and Hardy. Uh, they play basically Shriners going out, off on a convention. They've lied to their wives, mm-hmm. saying they have to go on vacation for Oliver's health. They have to go to Hawaii. And Stanley's taking him. They lie to their wife. They're going to go to this big convention and party and stuff. Okay. And um, then the news breaks that the plane going to Hawaii is crashed. Uh-huh. And the wives think that's the case till they see their husbands on a film reel partying at the uh, and the Shriners convention in oh, Chicago or wherever it was, uh-huh. and, and hilarity erupts from there. And okay, it's a classic. It's a Sons of the Desert. I I am not familiar with it, but I'll I'll go back and take a look at that yeah. one. I've got it on DVD. Isn't John C. John C. Riley is doing an Oliver and Hardy movie? They did, it, or is it, it out already? Out, it was out. It was at the Little, and now it's on Amazon. I okay. believe uh, Stan and Ollie, mm-hmm. uh, uh, fictional fictionalized biopic. Okay, with uh, John C. Riley and Stephen Merchant, I believe. Sounds about right. I think so. I remember and seeing the trailer for it. I do want to see. I'm a huge Laurel and Hardy fan, so. I see that's what I, one of the it. things I love about you, Billy, is that mm-hmm. you how you appreciate the classics. Everything that came before, all of the stuff that we geek out about now. See, part of the part of the thing is, is when I was a little kid in the early seventies, mm-hmm. we had three channels, and I right. used to show Laurel and Hardy on Channel Ten. I remember when I was a little kid. Yeah, so I used to watch it. And, yeah, you're not that much older than I am, and uh, I've grown to appreciate all those guys. Good so. stuff. Good stuff, Tanya. What's your number five? There? As I beat so, down on my microphone, I'm sorry. Now we got to start over again. Oh my god! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the production value in this place. These amateurs. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh, I love that Somebody movie. say it again. 
Beetlejuice. There we go. Showtime. So it it needs no other no. explanation. Michael Keaton for, at his finest, really. But I heard that they're um, remaking it. Seriously? I mean, look. There's a Let's musical. look that up. I know there's a musical. I remember hearing about that because, come on, you don't have a Harry Belafonte routine without having to make a musical out of the movie. True story. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot, punch. Daylight, command me, wanna go home. Or maybe the sequel. Maybe they're talking about, not remaking, but uh, April 2nd, 2019, is Beetlejuice 2, is that Tim Burton sequel ever going to happen? Well, what's the article Probably saying? Probably not. Is it yes or no? Uh, hold on. I see stuck in limbo again. According uh, stuck to in the afterlife waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> Number one million and three. Uh. <clears throat> so yes, but, Beetlejuice is a very funny movie. Yes, and Winona Ryder, very cute, and mm-hmm. uh, Jeffrey Jones and Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis is the couple. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very nice. Well, moving on. So we've got uh, Beetlejuice is out there. And what's your uh, number five there, Gary? Office Space. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. A cult classic. They you actually made the red swing line stapler because of that movie. It was not made. It didn't previous. exist. It didn't exist. That's why it was just, that was why it was the ultimate prop. But now swing line got on the ball, clever marketing, Yep. and made one. I haven't seen it. I, mean, I, think, I think you have my taper. You have my taper. And I'm sorry to say, Anne, but you don't have enough pieces of flair. I never, I never will, <laughs> unless it's new kids on the block flare. There you go. Uh, okay, so from Office Space, we I see, go to- I don't to, get it, because I haven't seen Office Space. See, we'll have to sit down, sit down and watch it sometime. I actually think because even even as a teacher, you're used to a little bit of a corporate mentality, you know, to a particular degree. You have. I, I do see the cubicles everywhere. Yeah, you see cube farms, and you, you <laughs> deal with that a little bit. I think your, hus- I think your my husband-, husband would, My husband has seen Office Space, I yeah, believe. And I'm pretty sure it'd be right up his alley, uh, but I think you'd enjoy it. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it just reminds me of the cartoon Dilbert. Yes. Yeah. It's basically oh, yes. it. Yeah. 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 Which, uh, as I believe, um, which I, I believe the guy who drew at uh, Dilbert was one of the people behind Office Space, if I'm not mistaken. Whereas, like, I don't necessarily, I, like, we have our classrooms that's not mm-hmm. cube farms, so right. it's a little. I have several cubes I now take over. So my number five <laughs> is going to be an escalation. Animal House. Oh, God. <laughs> toga, 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 toga. 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 So, Food fight. <laughs> my top five was very difficult to put together um, because Animal House on several lists is number one, and I love Animal House, and it's that consummate movie from that era, from the you know from the basically from the National Lampoon slash Saturday Night Live crew. Mm-hmm. All right, and there's just so many. The more you watch Animal House, the more you pick up on little complex little things, little I nuances wasn't allowed and whatnot. To watch it. So there's the You're outright. Still not. I know. <laughs> there's there's the outright just insanity, mm-hmm. and then there's the subtle commentaries and whatnot. And it's like, oh, oh my god, you know, right down to the, the character um, in the in the where are they now during the closing credits? The one guy mm-hmm. who got shot by his own people in Vietnam, you know that you know yeah. stuff like that. Well, when it came out, I was six, so it was like a, a totally like different. Oh, I didn't see it until frame. I was in high school. Yeah, absolutely. Did but this come out 1978. Oh. Yeah, came out in 78. I think I saw it the first time I was, it was in 86 or 87 when I finally saw it. I want to say it was probably later when I saw it. Mm -hmm. So. And then, of course, you know, when you're in college, I watched it like maybe once a month at that point because somebody was going to be, somebody ended up having to watch it in their room and, you know, we'll all join them. 
I mean, but obviously, like Belushi was the breakout character. Yes, Bluto, or yeah, <laughs> but um, who had very few lines. Yeah, it was and all very physical small part. Very, it was just, but he, but but when he showed up, though, mm-hmm. he took over the movie when he showed up, and it was just the physical comedy and the expressions on his face. He could he could convey an entire scene just by the expressions on his face, and he would he would do that in just about. Every piece that he was in, Saturday Night Live, all the other movies, Continental Divide, he was so good with his, just with the eyes and his and his mouth, just posing his way through a scene. He could make you just crack up, just staring at you. Like, you know? like John Vernon is uh, Warren, Dean Warmer. Mm-hmm. He is who they've based that character on ever yes. since. Yes. If you need that kind of... Uh, you know that that figure, that authority figure that you're supposed to hate. They've it's all Dean been. Warmer. They're all parodies of Dean Warner. That's it, and it's just it's amazing. It's amazing with the you know with the the the, the sycophants, mm-hmm. and and then the people who are just caught up in the insanity, and they want to be with the heroes, but they're they're not good enough to roll with the A team, as it were. And is uh, even like Tim Matheson. There's just mm-hmm. a, um, Bruce McGill. Yeah, plays D Day. Yeah, just great characters. It's an excellent ensemble cast. Yep. And that's why I love it so much, and that's why I'll continue to watch it whenever I get a chance to. <laughs> All right, we're, we're getting thin on that tote board. Billy, take us into the number fours. Number four, I'm going to go um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's my number three, actually. Oh, okay. So that's Sorry. cool. That, no, that's nothing to apologize for. You're bringing up a movie I was already going to talk about. So um, I, what can be said? It's, <laughs> no. It, it's just ridiculous, but smart at the same time. Exactly, it's, crazy smart, and just what is going? <laughs> why is there a giant rabbit? And yeah, the Black Knight is getting his limbs chopped off. That's ridiculous, but it's literary. Mm-hmm. It's smart and it's hilarious. And as we've because we've done a book club on Monty mm-hmm. Python itself, it's just it's theater of the absurd done right. Mm-hmm. And I know, and, and <laughs> yeah. Tanya still doesn't get it. She still doesn't get it, but that's Anna okay. Anna and I are shaking our heads no. And that's fine. At it. It's not for everybody, but that's okay. I still love it. Billy still loves it. Yep. And it's half the panel, so that's all that matters. What's your number four there, dearest? Mrs. Doubtfire. Great Aww. movie. Not oh, funny movie. Hello! Great movie. Um, um, <laughs> when everything is going wrong in the end and he's trying to play the character in the same you know, both characters in the same room. You know, he's going back and forth, and the oh, dentures in pop the, out. In, in the in the restaurant? Yes, in the restaurant. And he's trying to fish the dentures out of the, oh, carpe dentum. You know, <laughs> after after Dead Poets Society had been just a couple years yeah. earlier, I, just Robin Williams at his best, just letting absolutely. him off the leash and letting him play. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, oh, hot flashes. You know, I've been a woman for one day, and I'm already having hot flashes. You oh, know? dearie. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just dearie. a great movie. Great movie, Robin Williams off the chain, just having a, mm-hmm. just having a great time. Just just the scene of them trying to come up with the right persona for him to be mm-hmm. a, a nanny mm-hmm. housekeeper, that type of thing. It's like comes out looking at like Barbara Streisand, comes out looking like this, comes out. It's just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very good, very good, and. Sister Act, one and two. Woo-hoo! Nice. Great music. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great music. And I love in two when they feature on the, uh, the kids in the high school. Yes. And uh, and that you know you see a young and up and coming Lauren Hill mm-hmm. in action and uh, just Whoopi does great. The great yeah. well, it's great interaction between everybody. Mm-hmm. Like in the first one, he had the different the uh, different personalities of the various sisters. Kathy N- Nim- Ka- Kathy Najami. Yeah. You know, uh, the, how, I don't remember who played the old battle axe mother superior, but uh, she was just phenomenal. You know, she's jigging around a little at the end. She's like getting into it. The brothers with the salami and yeah. two just get me. Like, uh, uh, why are you carrying a salami? <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> because Who they want to be prepared. Knows? That's all. Who uh, knows? Because well, they're brothers. But uh, 
No, it's great stuff. It's great stuff. That's definitely that's a good pick right there. Yes. Uh, my number four, History of the World Part One. Oh, good. I'm glad Mel you Brooks. got in Mel Brooks. Yeah, yep. I had to get some Mel Brooks in there because mm-hmm. it's it's Mel Brooks, you know, and uh, uh, just con- you know, just there's so much. There's way no, there's way too much in that movie to talk about in one scene, but there's mm-hmm. so many good things going on, uh, and with a great cast, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's definitely. I can move on really quick, quick, quick. Moving okay. On. So history of the world. So we're in our top three now. We're and in our top three. Do we threes. need a break? Let's take a quick break, and okay. then when we Oops. come back, we'll we'll top off the uh, the last twelve movies. Everybody's top uh, top three. Let me find my music. And Billy's gonna find some music. There we go. And there we go. We'll be right back. movies I see, it doesn't seem like they care if we can even follow the plot. I'm the kind of guy, I have a lot of trouble with these uh, movies like uh, Jason Bourne, Mission Impossible. I'm the guy you always see in the parking lot after the movie, talking with his friends, going, oh, you mean that was the same guy from the beginning? Oh, that's why after he stole the money, he had the fake nose and the beard, and then he didn't? Oh! Did you enjoy the movie? Yes, I'm enjoying it here in the parking lot. But in there, I didn't know what the hell was going on. (laughs) Nobody will explain anything to you in a movie theater once you get confused. What is happening now? (laughs) Just pay attention. Why did they kill that guy? I thought he was with them. They had to. Would you just watch the movie? I am watching the movie. I don't understand anything. <laughs> you know as much as I do. I know nothing. Is this a space movie? Is it a western? I am lost in this movie. I hate this movie. And I hate you too. That is so true. I get that. I get that. Go That'll on. happen at my house often, you know. Yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, we're now at our top three. We're in our top threes. This Woo! should go quickly at this point. Uh, Billy, Billy, take us through. One of the funniest TV shows in the history of TV makes one of the funniest movies. The Simpsons movie. Nice. They had a okay. Simpsons movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you not have the soundtrack? Spider no. pig, uh, spider pig, <laughs> does whatever a spider pig does. That reminds me of, of uh, you know South Park too. Yeah, which which is funny for me because I never thought South Park was. Would, I mean, they just try to go just, for the shock factor and the and the gross out factor or just you know, being obnoxious. Oh my obnoxious. god, they killed Kenny. Yeah, and that. Um, so I was I was never a huge fan of the TV show, but when my roommates when the movie came out, I was still living in a house with a bunch of the guys that I went to college with, and so we all went to see the movie together, oh. and. I we laughed our asses off the entire time, and I don't know what made me more surprised about the South Park movie, whether it was funny or the fact that I thought it was funny. Was was like I was at war with myself over that one for days, and it got surprisingly good reviews. It did. I mean, it was really well done. And didn't it win the Oscar for best song? I think so. Blame Canada. Yeah, blame Canada, not Uncle Fucker. That was (laughs) an entirely different number. Yeah, that was uh, that was a day and a half. And by uh, the way, so, Spider Pig officially renamed Harry Plopper. Harry Plopper. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Peter Porker. Yeah. Anyway. No, that's actually a real character. Yeah, I know from uh, um, voiced by John, John Mulaney John, in the uh, John Mulaney Spider- Spider Verse. But there's a whole bunch of Peter Porker comic books. Yep. If you feel like so, that. The Simpsons is Billy's number uh, three. Yeah. Tanya. Spaceballs. Nice. More Mel Brooks. I need <laughs> to find that on DVD. My husband has never seen that. Movie. I think we might have it at our house on DVD. I'll look. Oh, you can you can borrow Spider Verse then. Yes. And there was another one that you had. I wanted to borrow. Legally Blonde. No, that's on Netflix. That's number 29. Would you like it in VHS, beta, or DVD, or Blu-ray? And 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 a full disclosure, Tanya hit my number one with that one. Spaceballs, really? Spaceballs is my number one. And it's funny, with all the Mel Brooks classic stuff, Mm -hmm. that Spaceballs really does resonate. Uh, it, Star Wars parody. And it's well, like, funny, I only yeah. saw it like maybe like what four or five years ago for the uh-huh. first time. But uh, when like, you figure, no, Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein. Yeah, there's so many. You see, that's the thing well, is, no, I wanted to use Spaceballs. Yeah. I was going to use Spaceballs to talk about Mel Brooks in general. Yeah. All right, but I picked Spaceballs above like Blazing Saddles mm-hmm. and you know Young Frankenstein and the silent time. movie. It's it's more of my time. It's more of the mm-hmm. it's more of the idiom because we're a comic mm-hmm. book con, you know, Comic Con sure. kind of a, a group too. Mm-hmm. Our sci-fi and b- my big Star Wars fandom. Kind of a thing, but I that yeah that was my number one. They're so. the best ones because okay, so I make strawberry jam, mm-hmm. so I literally dropped a huge jar of jam the first year I made it, and I'm like, oh, I jammed my radar, <laughs> <laughs> and, and nobody, nobody got would it dare but give me. me the raspberries. <laughs> Lone Star. No I'm one surrounded got it. by assholes. Nobody got it. Got it. No one got it. No, nope. you Combing will now. the desert. Yeah, combing the desert. <laughs> And the, here's, well, isn't here's, that Michael Winslow? That's nope. A, no. the, the great piece of Who's trivia is the same actor who had the pick okay. is the gentleman who uh, is, uh, I can't think of his name at the moment. Uh, it's the same fellow who played Tuvok in Star Trek Voyager. Oh, my God. I can't think of his oh, name at the um, moment. Why? Oh, I hate when I brain lapse. It's terrible. Sign uh, of age. Yeah, I know. Let's see. Uh, Spaceballs cast: Mount Brooks, Daphne Naziga, Rick Moranis, Bill Pullman, Joan Rivers, John Candy. No, Michael, Michael Winslow. Winslow is the radar technician. Well, yeah, the radar technician. But yes. I'm talking about when they're in the desert scene. The guy with the pick. Combing the desert. Combing the desert with the pick. Hold on. Hey, we ain't found shit. Yes, combing. Well, obviously they don't have cats. Apparently. <laughs> I don't. Tim know. Russ. Tim Russ. We Thank, should know I knew it because. With a T. Oh my God! I hate being old. He's been in Rochester recently. Yes, he was. We should have known that. Yes, we should have, but we didn't. So points against us for that one. You are not going to the good place. I'm not going. Well, <laughs> I've known that for a very long time at this Is point. Is it caramel? Yeah, it's caramel. 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 Karma. Mm, caramel. All right, Ann. What's our number three? Get me out of this. Uh, Incredibles one and two. Nice pick. I when like. Did they that. change math? Why did they change math? <laughs> we were talking about that yesterday. Yes. And I think it's just the interaction between the characters that makes it yes. funny. Because I don't think they go out of their way to make a funny movie. Where's my super suit? Yeah. It's it's the one. It's the it's the references and the banter. I think make it just a great great movie. Uh, Jack 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 Jack's the best. And and you yes. know just like three quarters uh, like no shooting uh, the baby of the the movie is like adult humor because mm-hmm. that's the only way you're going to get through it. Subtle comments. Yeah, yes. subtle comments. Because the kids aren't necessarily going to understand it, so mm-hmm. we are. Oh, and I just going back to Tim Russ, yeah. looking through his credits, I'm a, I'm ashamed of where I know him from. Oh? The principal on iCarly. Oh, no! Yes! Oh, yes. Now, granted, well, I don't have show, kids, though. but I don't have kids, That's and true. I still would watch iCarly. You still watch iCarly with the cats. You watched it with the cats. They're your kids. The it, same thing. It was, it, it was a funny show. It's a it, funny was a, show. it was a very cute show. It was a very cute show. So, 
All right. Uh, well, my number three disappeared into the ether somewhere along the line because somebody picked Holy Grail. So I'm going to use this moment to talk about some one of the your classic. Honorable mentions? One of my honorable mentions. Uh, some of the the classic ensemble goofy goofball comedies. Uh, in this case, uh, Mad 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 World. Very uh, funny movie. Which I thought was just a great movie. You know, um, a bunch of people try in a, in a race to find like a million dollars. Yeah, something like that. I mean, it's it, there's always a race involved with some of these where mm-hmm. everybody's coming in from different angles to reach the same prize. Like Cannonball Run, the Burt Reynolds uh, Dom DeLuise movie. Yeah. They're all going in the same you know same direction for the actually so Cannonball these... Run is pretty much uh, sort of a remake of it's a Mad Mad essentially Mad, Mad World. yeah. And that movie Mad Mad World has basically everyone in Hollywood in it. Right. Uh, well, you know, think about it this way. The um, the Peter Sellers movie, um, Dr. Strangelove, right. is, is a very similar kind of a situation. So, but just looking at the cast and, like, literally ev- everyone makes a cameo. There's main characters, Spencer Tracy mm-hmm. and, and Buddy Hackett and a bunch of others are the main cast. But everyone from the Three Stooges yep. to um, Ethel Merman show up in yeah. it. And that's just, it's one of those homages, and everybody's just having a great time. Yep. You know, you can tell the script writers are probably, uh, they spent about an afternoon and when they were done with it, and then mm-hmm. they went and got drunk when they when they made that movie. Yeah. And then they just let it off, you know, let it off the chain and see what happens. And it was like, the it's over three hours long. Yeah. But you don't feel it. No. I, no. I just watched it last year. That's why I'm thinking about it at yeah. the moment. And but, I just, I cackled the entire time. And my kids just don't get it. Excellent movie. And uh, <clears throat> since you're listening to this, you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> yep. There's a podcast called, it's the two doctors from uh, Mystery Science Theater, Frank Conniff and, oh, shoot. Oh, Radio's just, Frank? Yeah, Radio's Frank and oh, uh, Frank, Clayton, Clayton Forrester. Oh, okay. They have a podcast uh-huh. that I'm blanking on the name of, but they're one of their recent episodes, they talk about it's a mad, 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 mad world. So go see if you can find it and check it out. So. There's that. There we go. Very good. Number two for me. Yes. The In-Laws. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, Alan Arkin and um, uh, Peter Falk. Okay. Uh, Alan Arkin is uh, very businesslike. He's a, a dentist. And Peter Falk is, he might be CIA. He might be something. Senile. No, very. Uh, he might be a bad guy. Uh-huh. It's it's not quite clear, but uh, Ellen Arkin's daughter is marrying Peter Falk's son. Okay, and yet they wind up in a, a just a scheme involving stolen bonds. And, you know, like, I think traveling. I've heard of this movie. And it was it was remade recently with Michael. Michael Douglas and, and uh, Albert Brooks, but not oh, as well. Okay, all right. That's that's why I was thinking about it. Gotcha. But not as well. The, okay. the original from 1979 is the one to watch. Is it, I still remember going because the poster in the original ad campaign called it the first movie officially for crazy people, <laughs> <laughs> and that movie is just hilarious. So the in laws from 1979. Very good. That's a good pick. Mm. All right, Ton. Blues Brothers. Nice. Oh, I love it. I want to go home watch it now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't think I need it to any more 106 miles to Chicago. Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. So 106 miles to Chicago. We've got a full tank of gas, a half pack of cigarettes. It's dark oh, out, and we're wearing, wearing sunglasses. sunglasses. And then there was a sequel, Blues Brothers 2000, where they basically remade the whole thing, but not nearly as good. No. Yeah, Without that, John Belushi, it John was, Goodman. It was a terrible movie. Good music. With great music. Great music. Yeah. I think it was just a way for Dan Aykroyd to have music on, on in video. Sure. That's it, I think, is basically but it. But the, the original, I've seen that movie more times than... Uh-huh. 
than humanly possible. Oh, uh, it's just a great. That's a that's a classic. I love that one. All right, go ahead, Anne. Clueless. Okay. Just because it was my era. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, Paul Rudd looks the same. Laura had that on her list this morning uh-huh. when yeah. I was talking to Laura. Laura said Clueless would be on hers. Alicia Silverstone versus Legally Blonde. She's the late, late Brittany Murphy. Mm-hmm. Stacy Dash. Um, is Stacy Dash from still Scrubs? Stacy, yes, yeah, Stacy Dash is still alive. Okay, it's Brittany Murphy who passed away. The guy yeah. in Scrubs is on there. Oh my god, yes. he was hilarious. I can't think of his name at the moment. Neither can I. But uh, uh, on it, uh, and then the brother. We all know who the brother was. Yep, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Which yep. he still hasn't aged. He still hasn't aged. He still looks the same aged. today as he did back in Clueless. I don't know who his dermatologist is. <laughs> I really... Was it Brooke and Mayer? Yes, yes. he's in there. No, that's not the the actor I'm thinking no. of that played Stacy Dash's boyfriend. Jeremy Sisto. Jeremy Sisto played the guy who was... Elton. Yeah, he, he was the one who, who Alicia Silverstone's character was interested in. Mm. Elton, can you suck? I might, it might be Donald Felston. That's him. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Just, you know, those hilarious comedies and how she could never drive and... Right. You know, reminds mm-hmm. me of me trying to learn how to drive in so many ways. <laughs> My daughter nearly killed me the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, this the so I need, need I was, up my life insurance if I'm going to teach drivers that to my kids. <laughs> my ex-husband tried to teach me how to drive, and then he ended up just buying me lessons because yeah. he was said he was going gray at 21. Yeah, still is. <laughs> anyway, all right. My number two, Dogma. Mm. Okay, you got that one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Kevin Smith universe. Yep. You yeah. got it. You got it. No. Too. Yep. The viewers. Yeah, time still doesn't like, yeah, like that movie. N- you know when I what what when did I say and mm-hmm. you said no to? Oh, Tommy boy, you're like no. Yeah, no. So you're gonna say Dogma? I'm gonna say no. And that's fine. <laughs> but it's the Kevin Smith universe. You're, you're gonna watch Clerks. I'm gonna make you sit down and watch them all with me in row. See now, here's the thing. When it comes to Clerks, Clerks two, Mall Rats. Mm-hmm. I'm you know chasing I, Amy. I'm chasing always Amy. chasing Amy was a good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed chasing Amy. Um, Empire Records. Empire Records was not Kevin Smith, was it? No, it's not. No, no. but it follows that same. It's, it's the same vibe. Yeah. Empire Records, by the way, is an awesome movie. It's very I awesome. love that friggin' movie. Um, but uh, you know, as far as the View Askew universe is concerned, Dogma is my my top end favorite of the Jay and Silent Bob movies. So Jay and Silent that. reboot coming out. Yep. Probably by the end of the year. Yep. That should be interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's Our it. Top number Our one. Number Here comes the one. number ones. Okay, I'm, and just because it has to be this. Uh huh. Um, it's the namesake of this podcast, even though it wasn't named. The podcast wasn't named for the movie. Uh huh. Monkey business. The Marx Brothers. Marx Brothers. Uh, just the four Marx Brothers are stowaways on a ship, uh-huh. wreaking havoc, and that's all you need to know. <laughs> that's all. This really, there is no, there's no script writing involved in that kind of, no, a, it's, of a movie. It, it is. I, I love the Marx Brothers, mm-hmm. and. Sure, it's named Monkey Business, and so is this podcast, but right. it is legitimately my favorite movie. Marx Brothers movie. Uh, Duck Soup is great, Night at the Opera, Horse Feathers. But Horse Feathers. M- Monkey yeah. Business is my favorite Marx Brothers movie, and I made it my number one because that's where I am right now. There you go. Good stuff. Now, when I type in Monkey Business, I get Cary Grant, Ginger They're, Rogers. Is different that movie. Different oh. movie. Different movie. Yeah. That one, I think, like a professor... Um, like adopts a monkey or turns into a monkey. This one is just the Marx Brothers on it, stowaways on a ship causing trouble. I believe 1932 would be a year. Mm-hmm. Monkey Better. Business, Marx Brothers, Sounds about right. movie. It is 1931. Pretty mm. good, Billy. Damn, Billy. Wow. You're the man. So that's my pick. 
I love it. That's a great pick. All right, Tanya, what's your number one? Princess Bride. Guys, keep cutting me off at the pass. That's phenomenal. <laughs> I love it. And you know, and we've we've got a book club, Princess Bride, and and I will always go on record by saying, and I'm sure there's many who agree, Princess Bride is one of those perfect movies. The only problem that I have with Princess Bride is that it comes to an end. <laughs> you know, that's that's all good things must come to yes. an end at times. You know, you got to be able to you know be able to appreciate it in a succinct package, but still, it's yeah, that's a cla- that's I love it. Classic pick, nice job. Did you see the uh, Deadpool Once Upon a Deadpool the no. recut no. the PG recut where they uh, parodied Princess Bride? I did not see it. Okay. I heard about it though. I heard it was very. It's fun. on DVD. Okay. It's out. It's out on DVD well, now. I'm gonna have to check it out then. I'll add it to the collection. And well, I, I, my favorite is probably um, not what anybody would think, but um, mm-hmm. we have to give honorable mention to planes, trains, and automobiles because yes. we have not said yeah. John Candy at all yet. Oh yeah, and he is a classic. That, that but, is one. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> <laughs> but so I had to say that. But my favorite is probably the stupidest movie ever created. But it's my one of my funniest. It is Joe versus the volcano. Okay. Whenever I'm in the worst mood, uh-huh. I just have to watch it because it's dumb and it makes me laugh. Tom Hanks. Because I need a brain cloud. Yeah. No, I get it. Billy, Joe was versus- it that bad? <sighs> I saw it at the theater. Uh-huh. Why? I just did. And I, maybe I have to revisit it because I do remember it being different. Mm-hmm. And I've grown in age significantly to the point where maybe... I like different better now than I did then. In fact, mm-hmm. I know I did. So it was a little dark, but it had some really like funny connotations in it, along with the luggage. Like the luggage always got me. Was Meg Ryan in that one? Yes. 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 Okay. The so, luggage that floats and carried like his whole life in the ocean with it. It was just hilarious. Anyway, good movie. Well, then I'm gonna have to throw out the gods must be crazy. Oh, that's a oh, great. Movie. That is a yes. great movie. Yes. <laughs> That is an awesome movie. Uh, the Man with One Red Shoe. Yes. Okay. Um, my number one came out earlier, as we talked about Spaceballs, was my number one, which was going to lead me to talking about um, Mel Brooks movies. So I'm going to pick another Mel Brooks movie, Blazing Saddles, at this point for my number one. But I also have a string of honorable mentions, up to and including Roxanne with uh, Steve Martin. With Steve mm-hmm. Martin, which is, a, you know, a, a, a sequel or no, it's oh. a remake of Cyrano de Bergerac, the classic. Well, if then play. we're going to jump on Steve Martin on mm-hmm. um, Parenthood. Parenthood. I love Parenthood. It's a great freaking ensemble movie. It's not one of the funniest movies, but it's That a is sweet not an movie. ear yeah. cleaner. <laughs> that is not an ear cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Parenthood? No, no, you got to. Keanu Reeves is in it, if I remember yes. correctly. Yep. He's the, before my time. He's the, the boyfriend of the daughter. Yes. Um, Juliette Lewis is in that one. Uh, who, who is the daughter? It's someone I know, too. Yeah, oh. Juliette Lewis, I believe. No. No, is it? Somebody else? Uh, I'll look. Okay. The Tom's. girl from Goonies. Martha Plimpton. Yes. Martha Plimpton. All right. That's why I was thinking of Juliette Lewis, because mm. they, they, they look similar yeah. at a certain age. Got it. But that's a very, very good movie. All right. That's not the right parenthood, by the way. No, that's Planned Parenthood. <laughs> um, what are some of the good honorable mentions? Does anybody have any honorable mentions they want to talk about? Let's see. I did read. I, 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 I combined all of my mockumentaries in one thing. Mm-hmm. Let me, um, because I cheated. I'm a dirty, rotten cheater. Dirty, rotten scoundrels. Dirty, rotten. Michael Caine. I mean, just Steve Martin in general. Yes, the jerk. The as jerk. long as we're talking about Steve Martin. Yeah. Um, what else do I love? Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder movies. Come on, we can we we didn't Silver touch Silver Streak, yeah. Silver Streak. Um Stir Crazy was Stir Crazy was awesome. 
Actually, Home we, Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. We could probably get into the whole difference in physical comedy versus. Yeah. Let's see. Funniest movies on Netflix. Let's see what Google thinks the funniest movies on Netflix are. Okay. Hot Fuzz I haven't seen. Oh, yeah. Monty is that Python. the one with um, Simon Pegg? Yes. Shaun of the Dead? Yep. Mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead is funny. Hot Fuzz. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead's a great movie. I laughed my ass did off. Did you see Shaun one. the Sheep that they kind of like did like this weird spin oh, off? Oh, I did. It's all sheep. I didn't see that one. Oh, it's so funny. It's a cartoon. It, uh-huh. It's actually it's like claymation. Yeah. 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 It's like a claymation sheep thing. Paul. And, um, Another good uh, movie there. Paul. I don't know Paul. Um, it's I, it, I believe it's a Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, and they're on their way to a Comic Con, and they run across Paul, who's an actual alien. Oh, it, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lock, stock, and two smoking, two smoking barrels. barrels. <laughs> Want to talk okay, dark? Actually, first Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I saw that more times at, yeah. than I should. You're here. Mm-hmm. You're still here. Go home. Yeah, one of the one of the current movies. Actually. It was a precursor to people having to stick through credits. Yep, it was one of the original tag scenes. The, the You know what, the movie, I, I believe this was researched, the original movie to ever have a tag scene at the end of the credits was Young Sherlock Holmes in the 80s. I wonder if I saw the movie, I, I'm trying to remember if I would have stayed through the credits. I'm the type that likes to stay through credits mm-hmm. to the very end, even before all this happened, so... I may have seen it. Well, do you agree with our lists or do you not agree? Is there something we have not touched on? Let us know. Post to us on Twitter. Post to us on our Facebook on this particular thing. But those are our four lists of top ten favorite comedy movies and things that we were. And now now I want to go home and, and watch all of them. Good. Except for Tommy Boy. but That's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. She's I'm not just gonna glad watch no one said Napoleon Dynamite. I can't stand it. I, could, I couldn't. Understand why people thought that was funny, to be honest. But there, but there's a group that absolutely loves it. Yeah. Well, and you know, it, to it's each their own. To each their own. Everybody gets to appeal to something, or something appeals to everybody. Unless um, we disagree. Unless we disagree, and then and then you're wrong. Clue. I totally forgot about Clue. Clue. Yeah, oh. with Tim Curry and and everybody. <laughs> everybody. Yeah, and well, it everybody. was everybody. So Martin Mall, I think, is in I that one. I love everybody. Everybody's good. Um, So let's do a quick break, and then we come back. We'll talk about some events. We'll talk about our usual business, and we'll have our question of the week. There we go. There we go. How about some music? Yay, music! I wish I could be one of those comics who tells jokes like about the president, but I don't know anything. <laughs> People guilt trip me all the time. Did you see what Bush said today? Did you see his speech? No. How could you miss that? I guess I got more channels than you do, dude, because... <laughs> he wasn't on Nickelodeon, all right? I don't care, all right? I'm watching SpongeBob and I'm happy, all right? I don't care. People make things too complicated. Everybody does. I'm sick of people who... Read. Because <laughs> you're just being difficult, you know? Like, you ever go to a movie, you like the movie, because it's a movie, somebody's always got to ruin it. The book's so much better than the movie. Shut up, nerd. All right, it's not better. There's a reason why they invented movies, because books suck, all right? Nobody likes to read. It's not 1852, we don't have to read anymore. But there's so much more to the story in the book. Well, I trust Tom Hanks to tell me all I need to know, all right? I don't care. Shut up. 
And we do not agree with that gentleman's statement. No. I'd Although love reading. we laugh at it. I laughed at it. I went out of my way to, to make a reading area in my house so I can start catching up on all the books I've been wanting to read and never had a chance to. There I have you go. boxes of comics I haven't read. There you go. Me too. But this is a thing. I don't have boxes. I have two comics I haven't read yet. So we're back, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for hanging out with us this afternoon. Or this evening or this morning, whatever time you happen to be listening to us. Wow, you definitely had your, I did your sexy radio voice uh, hello on. Hello there. Good morning. <laughs> now for Don't the eyeball sounds. me like that. <laughs> Don't look at me in that tone I of voice. I side look. <laughs> yes. Put your shirt back on. Sorry. Oh, wait, that wasn't me. <laughs> it's too cold in here to not wear a shirt. Hey, Anne, we've got some events coming up. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You want me to go wow. ahead and talk about those, Anne? Let's see. We're so Let's thrilled. start with game nights. Game nights are whoop, happening. They're starting. a thing. Soon. Yeah, starting June 18th, uh-huh. Tuesday nights, every Tuesday from 6 until 8 at the 585 Five. Rock and Burger Bar. Let's get the food, get your games. I think we've had games. a game night. We may have already had we our first game night at the point where this is broadcast. Oh, yeah. That was last night, I think, Maybe. actually. Yeah. The Miracle of Radio. Ooh. <laughs> this is what happens when we record a couple weeks in advance. Yeah, I mean, there's the magic behind it. You know, I hate to show you how, make the so, so, how the so sausage is made, but still. I brought Uno, I brought Face 10, I brought... Mm, I'm going to bring What the Fish. What, what the, the fish? fish? What the fish? Now, does card games include Cards Against Humanity, or do we have to keep it <laughs> somewhat PG-3? I'm thinking we have to keep it PG-13 at least. So apples to apples instead. Okay. You yeah. know what's funny? What what's, what should be rated R but is actually PG-13 is when high school kids play Cards Against Humanity. Because the things they find, weird combinations. It's even worse than adults. Because I, I, my daughter had her friends over at my house recently, and they were all playing cards. Because they can't wait to play hard, Cards Against Humanity. And the combinations that come up with are silly and funny. But I'm like, wow, you're amateurs. <laughs> and of course, they for whatever reason, they all love me. It's, you know, poor, poor souls. They're not that good judge of character yet. But they're like, Mr. Frank, Mr. Frank, you got to join play. us. You're, you're you got to like, join us for like, a round. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I sat down and I got dealt in. And then I, I cleaned off my, my hand. And, and they're all, you know, they, they all finished off. And they're all staring at me. And they all look at Jules. They look at me. They look at Jules. And they're like, Juliana, your dad is awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's and i got up and i walked away i wish i knew what cards against humanity was so oh, yeah. have you ever heard of apples to apples i've heard here's, of it's it it's basically like match game all right here's a sentence yeah. and and it has a blank and then so it, it, it's out in the open and then everybody has has like five or six cards in their hand and they have the fill in the blank choices okay that so they, they put all face down. they all put face down and they enter in and then the person who's the dealer for that round will then judge and say, okay, um, in this particular situation, I'm most likely to blank. And and then they judge to see which is the funniest one, you know, or the one that catches their attention the most. So are um, the answers inappropriate? They, well, that... the, the answers can be, in apples to apples, the answers can be off base or, you know, kind of a little... Some of them are inappropriate. A little, little funny, you know, but it's, it's basically, you know, shock value kind of being funny. Um, Cards Against Humanity evolved from apples to apples oh, because about apple, apples, to apples, apples to apples is very G and PG rated. Mm-hmm. Cards Against Humanity is the same thing, but Our goes rated. deep into X territory. Like for instance, um, I, so here we go. Uh, I remember one of them particularly. Like uh, my entire night was fine until I got hit with a case of blank, blank, and the winner was pixelated bukkake. Oh boy! Yes. <laughs> you know. So also trying to imagine that, that's ima- on a card, or you make yes. up your answer. Yeah, no, no that's, the cards, those are on these cards. are on cards. So you have the question cards. So that, I don't even need to use my imagination. You use no. your imagination by seeing what fits. 
Basically, no. in your in warped in your warped imagination, you see what fits, and you throw and you try to be as, as off color or as as incongruous as possible. And trying okay. to be as naive as I am, <laughs> not knowing what some of these words are. Uh-huh. And I show a card to Chris one night. It was New Year's Eve. He mm-hmm. goes, "I'm not telling you what that is." Nope. He would not tell me what that particular what, thing. What, what word? I'll was tell it? you later. <laughs> she, she looked at. Let me just say that I she pulled out her phone. Cell. She looked it up by herself, and then she started beating on my arm <laughs> because apparently it was my fault that she drew it. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's just wrong. Yeah. Come on. He didn't make the game. He's no, not the no, one to put the but, card in there. Yes, but I'm going to be Tanya's lightning rod for the rest of my life. Is basically how it works. So, so. so yes, it, depending on. Who you're playing, like, this is not a game you would play with your nieces and nephews. Okay. Definitely not. Gotcha. So, um, with a group of friends that... And there are cards that make you go, what the... That that you're comfortable with stepping over boundaries Mm -hmm. and lines and things like that. So, in other words... That you're not going to get offended. Is this going to be our next episode of Monkey Business? We could do that. We're going to play a game of Cards Against Humanity. I think that'd be hilarious to do an entire episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I do have the box of cards at home. We can do it. And as long as Michael Kosky's not here. Oh, my God. (laughs) He kicked our The card that broke me was friction, was the word that had friction on it. That was the one that broke me that night with Michael Kosky, yeah. and it was, I can't remember exactly what it is, but I laugh, I died laughing with everyone. Oh, she lost it. She couldn't breathe. Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, I we had a um, game night at Knox for work. Like, for instance, Billy, I just, I mm-hmm. looked up, you can look up best uh, Cards Against Humanity combos on Google. Okay. and I, So here's, here's the card. You have my sword, and you have my bow, and you have my blank. Blank. And the the one that won was firm buttocks. <laughs> so it's just it's so off color stuff funny, like that. Or okay. they could. Yeah. What helps Obama unwind? Important news about Taylor Swift. Uh, you know, it, my life is ruled by a vicious cycle of demonic possession and daddy issues. You know, yeah. it, these are the sentences you craft. Like, I'm sorry, professor, but I couldn't complete my homework because of blank. And the answer one was a homoerotic volleyball montage. Yeah. Yeah. So these so are they're things. watching Top Gun. Exactly. We will not mm. be playing Cards Against Humanity at uh, five eight five. No. no. So I will bring. I will bring. Um, You've got crabs though, because that's a fun game. There you go. Which um, another one that's what kind we're of just fun about. is uh, um, exploding kittens. Yes, yep. it's kind of a good one. Too. And then there was um, babies versus bears. Forbidden Island is also mm-hmm. a good game. I will it's be like doing Star Wars card game board game. I will be doing a Star Wars trivia and some Marvel trivia along the way as some nice. fun little games to throw in there. And then our other fun events we have going on is our cosplay karaoke, karaoke night. Now again, remember, for a nice hefty donation, I will not sing that night. <laughs> so again, that's called a, and that's called uh, extortion. Yes. So again, at 585 Rock and Burger Bar from 6 until 8 p.m. Uh-huh. And then 830, the band comes on. It is a $5 Cover charge, plus we'll have 50-50 raffles and other raffles and just fun all night long. Attempting dessert table. Yeah, attempting dessert table. and then That's the word that's been used the most is tempting. Yeah. I'm not tempted by chocolate. There's no need to be tempted by chocolate. chocolate. I heard cannolis in play. Oh, boy. (laughs) He's like, okay, now I'm tempted. (laughs) So then don't forget that that day as well, the 27th of July, we will also be having our mini-con at Grease Ridge Mall in the movie movie theater wing. Wig, <laughs> wing from ten You're until six. Wig? <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking okay. about. <laughs> You're tired. I am, but you whatever. haven't recovered from the recital yet. That night, know. me and Tanya are singing "Summer Lovin'" at the karaoke night. Oh, We're gonna I love dress it. up as Danny and Sandy. Wow. Okay. Summer lovin', had me a blast. That's my part. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Chris, you can take over. Oh, thank you. This is the part of the conversation where we go ahead and start talking about sponsorships like we always do. And I did the whole big thing about it last week. If you're interested, this is the best time to get involved with this company because we're doing so much and we're getting ready to do even more. If you're curious, write us at sponsorships at fc3roc.org. We have a variety of levels that are already set up, but we're happy to do customized for you. We're not going to stick you in a, in a box if it doesn't fit. Uh, so I'm sorry that I'm boring the hell out of you, no, Tanya, but I'm, I'm just going to say sponsorships at fc3roc.org. Uh, Patreon blog, we're always going to be having that up. Uh, there's going to be a lot of great levels and a lot of great perks. We're going to be redesigning that this summer. Uh, but the free stuff, the blog itself, will always be available. You're going to have your your video game reviews from James Irish, uh, and then movie reviews and comments and book reviews. That's uh, we're all going to be putting it up there, and that's going to build and grow and evolve as well. So Patreon.com backslash FC3ROC sponsorships at FC3ROC.org. Be part of the party. There, we're going to be taking it in some really cool places. And now, onward to our question of the week. Uh, hey, Tanya. Yes. Assuming you would be unharmed, figure you're like God mode, watching it as a as a invincible third party. Mm. What fictional event or scene would you wish you could be witnessing firsthand? Hmm. For, I've, I've been thinking about this for a while. Uh huh. <sighs> Let me tell you, uh, Billy and I both talked about the first thing that we jumped in, and neither of us actually using it as an answer, is the actual destruction of the, the first de- Death, Death Star. Yeah, I heard Watching that. the X-Wings come sailing in overhead, stuff like that. I think that would just be cool to see it firsthand. I also, when I was first thinking about this one, was being on top of the Empire State Building when Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan met in Sleep- and, um, You Got Mail. Or is it Sleepless in Seattle? Sleepless in Seattle, Sleepless in Seattle is oh, where so, they meet So the top. we're going real or fictional? Fictional. Or the question fictional? says, assuming, you know, what okay, fictional I'm- event or scene... Do you wish you could have witnessed firsthand? Mm. <clears throat> Should I come back to you? Yeah, because I went real life. I was thinking like real life stuff. No, because the question life. it said fictional. I know, but remember, I wasn't really and paying she's attention yelling, to the And question. Billy, do you notice how she's always picking on us for not paying attention? Yeah. You know, that's amazing. Uh, you know, I tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave Tom, uh, Tommy, Tanya and her, <laughs> her bird flipping over there. I'm going to leave her a Because if it's real or fictional, depending on your, your It's already bent, on YouTube. <laughs> the, uh, the birth of Christ. Wow, yeah, that'd be something. That'd be something. So whichever end of the spectrum, spectrum you want to go, go, you can choose it. There you go. Um, Billy, let's give Tanya a few minutes. Go ahead and give me what your answer is. I'm not sure why I would benefit from seeing this, but uh-huh. I want to see uh, Kello's rocket crash in Earth. That's cool. That is cool. The moment that Superman arrives on is Earth. Is it the original blue and red rocket? Is it the crystal thing from the movie? I want to know. I want to see want, the want whole. want to see what it I happened. want to see it unfold in front of me. That would be wild. That is definitely a good idea. That's a cool one. And do you have one that you'd like to add to the conversation so far? Mm, it's, again, it's weird. Weird, I'm sure. Uh, but, mm-hmm. When Frankenstein comes to life. I'd really want to see somebody like hodgepodge some weird human together uh-huh. and like bring them to life and expect them to be smart because I want to be like, um, yeah, how are you going to make that? That's cool. Should have made it girl. That's actually kind of cool. I like that. Um, go ahead, Ton. I'm thinking now um, New York City when uh, in Ghostbusters. Okay. When <gasps> everything is being uh, terrorized and the giant Stay Puff Marshmallow Man oh, comes in. Oh, that's cool. We can bring chocolate and some graham crackers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, sounds good to me. Oh, that's Anne always seeing the positive of everything. <laughs> I love that. I'm like thinking, I'm like, what would I have like? 
Yeah, you know? really sticky. Uh-huh. It was it was either that or um, the the um, vampire uh, spawns that are flying around in Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. When, but yeah, I just want to be Kate Beckinsale's character. There you go, that works. Um, for me, it's the Battle of Pelennor Fields, the the grand finale of the Lord of the Rings saga, when they're having the big fight outside of uh, Minas Tirith, and the orcs are there and. And uh, the uh, the writers of Rohan show up, and the army of the uh, the dead yeah, show yeah. up. Everything, this big schmas in the middle. I think it would be just amazing to see that all in, in action. Um, my my second one uh, is a little bit more innocuous. It's I, I would just I'd like to be in the uh, the room when when Harry finally gets his letter. <laughs> yeah. I'd be it'd just just be sweet to see the look on his face in person when he gets his letter and, and reads it. You know, when when Hagrid hands it to him and says, "You're a wizard, Harry." You know, that I'd like to be in the room. That'd be cool. As long as you don't want to be in the end of Game of Thrones. Yes. Going, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Actually, new too answer. Soon, too soon. Yes. New answer. The the end of the Sopranos. So I know what happens after the screen. After went the black. screen goes blank. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know what happened. I'm pretty sure. I, I think I, I know exactly what happened. Tony had the pecan pie and went home to watch football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it exactly. Don't stop believing. Uh, anybody got any other ones Hold that they, on they're thinking of now that we're talking about it? No. No? I'm no? tired. Yeah, it's been a long day. It's been a fun day, though. We've had a good day. So, uh, as always, if you, dear listener, have um, something you would like to have seen... Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on the Facebook post for this podcast. Let us know what you're thinking. What fictional event or scene would you want to watch firsthand? I'm, I'm also, now that I'm thinking about it. And you're not injured in the process. And you're not injured. You're, you remain unharmed. You're just going to get to see it. Um, I would, I'd like to watch a regeneration. Oh. Any of them. Any of the Doctor's regenerations. I'd be in the room for that. Ooh, speaking of that, I got Eccleston and Tenet's, all of their episodes uh-huh. in a box set. Nice. From Walmart for 20 bucks. Wow. That's impressive. It's for my birthday. She hasn't told me yet. She hasn't told you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you one for your birthday. That one's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So at this point, I think we can wrap it up for another week. This has been Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con, the Flower City Mini Con, and Game Nights at the 585 Burger Bar, coming at you like a spider monkey. And cosplay karaoke. And cosplay karaoke, and all sorts of good stuff. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Patreon, follow us wherever we go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. All y'all have a great weekend, and we will see you again very soon. Dum, dum.